he eats his uh, remaining fingers and Megami's body. And I'm 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 kind of wondering, uh, did he get the residual power, or is he like added to the power that, that he already had, or is it just like he just eating the remaining fingers gets those powers? He was talking like he has access to all nineteen fingers powers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to you, Herbal Synergies, the shop. I'm your host, Sinji, with me and my co-host, as always, Herby. What up? What's up, Herby? You know, the usual. It's been a while, dog. It's been a while. I'm trying to live life to the fullest. And are you living life, or is life living you? I exist in a realm where none of those possibilities are applicable. So you just ain't living? Yeah. Okay. Not okay. living at all. It's good to know what's going on with you. Well, why is that? No, no, I'm just saying. It's good to know. I'm saying no one really cares, but, you know. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, we'll keep it moving. As your co-host, I have to care. That's just because my name's on the marquee. And it's first. That's because uh order of name operations. Hey, listen. You are the beginning to my end. Yeah. Okay. Let's get on to some flavors. What's your flavor this week? Cho, it's Gojo's energy output. Uh, you, you talking about when he did his purple... Uh, Purple Blast? Yes, sir. Yeah. The shit was yeah. crazy. He shook up the whole area. They were like, uh, we didn't really say a place. We said a time, and then boom, there he is. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's there, guys. Yeah. He was just blowing it up. I was like, oh, man, look at this. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have a flavor this week. Uh, I have a little funny scene. From um, Buddy Daddy's, that was pretty pretty entertaining. <laughs> yeah, when uh, Ray was, when Mira was wave, uh, waving at Ray, and he was waving back, and the other parents like, what kind of father is he? And he felt guilt, got guilt tripped into waving. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna say maybe my flavor, y'all, been so much Hunter Hunter that I've consumed. I'm like, oh, you got some good flavors from there. Hunter, yeah, Hunter. Man. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I just finished, um, they just finished, uh, Leorio just finished getting the, um, at the chairman's seat. So, no starting shit. that, yeah, starting that. The ant art. And then I found out that um, they do have a, a Gunji set for real. Uh, they they made that an official game. I was like, oh, I wouldn't mind playing that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I meant to send you the link, but then I forgot about it. Well, it figures you'd forget about me. No, I don't forget about you. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. You got to have a heart to hurt first. 
True. Moving on. Yeah, so I guess we you want to start some buddy daddies? Or are we doing jujitsu? And then we go into uh high card or jujitsu into revengers, then buddy daddies, and then the other one. <laughs> then the other one. Um, or whichever one you want. High card and revengers were both like on par. I feel like, I think, um, maybe. Nah, yeah. maybe High Card was a little better than Revengers. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever I you want to do, Doug. I'm I'm with it. All right. So to Juicy Kaisen, two twenty two. So my boy Sukuna, he eats his uh, remaining fingers and Megami's body. And I'm 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 kind of wondering, uh, did he get the residual power, or is he like added to the power that, that he already had, or is it just like he just eating the remaining fingers gets those powers? Uh, he was talking like he has access to all nineteen fingers' powers. Yeah, so I I don't know. It's it's weird. Um, then my man Gojo, he's getting apprised of the situation and tell him what's going on. Uh, I think this would have been a nice part for them because they talked about uh, Glasses Man, how he died, but they don't talk about how Nobara's she's either dead or not dead. I don't know, which I find is kind of strange, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, she could be dead, could be dead, but they never took the chance to clarify that or clear that up there. Oh. Um, so if she ain't dead, she definitely looking kind of fucked up right now. Yeah, really is. So then we find out that there was some uh, regulations that changed, and now people can bet on cursed technique fights. And this, and they got Ryomen Sakuna and Satoru Gojo fighting. It's the main marquee. And then we find that um. Inamaki and Yuto, they have to assassinate Yuji, which I don't understand why I had to kill Yuji because Tsukuna's no longer in him. Yeah, I don't really get it. Yeah, I think they're just afraid of Yuji. Maybe. Yuji is kind of like that dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, so, so then the crew's hyping on Gojo for he's about to go fight, and there's some uh, nefarious planning going on with like Ghetto, because he's, he's like, oh, they're gonna be too busy to stop me. I'm like, huh, makes sense. So then Gojo talks to the old man that was in charge, like, oh, you changed because uh, he didn't inform his superiors about what Panda really is and uh, Panda's qualities. I was like, oh. Maybe it did change. Who knows? Ah, uh, let's see. And Yutahime um, has a, a curse technique, uh, solo forbidden, and it amplifies total area, um, person's power, which he used to shoot a beam at Sukuna. So, yeah, out, curse output was increased. And then this is where we're at the strongest sorcerer in history versus the strongest sorcerer today. 
Then the fight starts. Now let you talk about the fight. Um, Doug, I read this like last week. You know my recollective abilities are not great. But from what I recall, it was just... So the fight was... It was pre-said that whoever strikes the first blow would clearly make the other one the challenger so it was kind of like a chess match at first and when it came down to it gojo got the first blow and said let's be clear on one thing you're the challenger and i was like oh it's about to go down it's about to go down yeah so then they start going at it and like if you want to go into like details about it i'd let you describe it but if you want a summed up version by all means let me continue uh pretty much they just fight hitting each other throwing throwing things and they destroy a whole building the end uh but at the end of that destroying the building they were like coach was like i'm gonna blame that on you yeah, because it would be broadcasted. So. But yeah. That's pretty much it. Nothing much there on that chapter. But I'm excited to see what else it takes, where it's going to. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And on to your next pick. Um, Revengers? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Revengers, episode eight, two of a trade, never agree. We start off the episode, Rizo is like, I, I thought he was sleeping, but like, he, I don't think he was sleeping. He was just thinking of his wife. And... It could be that, that stasis where you exist, but you're not really sleeping. Yeah, it could be that. Yeah. Who knows? I know nothing. Yeah, so... um, He ended up drawing his wife, even though he didn't feel like he deserves to draw his fiancé. I'm sorry, his fiancé. But... She's always there when he closes his eyes, is what he said. So him and Ewan had a deep conversation. And actually, I can pretty much sum up this episode pretty quickly, actually. Now that I think about it, not much actually happened. It was kind of just a setup going on. But um, him and Ewan are talking. Ewan is saying, like, you can uh, give it up. This uh, place is for you. You can live as, what was the artist's name? Did you write it down? Uh, no, I don't even remember. It was a different, like, Kai Shin or something like that. I oh, think yeah, it was yeah, Kai yeah. Shin. And let, let me see. It's Tao Shin. Tao Shin. And he said it was like a mixture. Like, he added in Ewan's um, characters, which I didn't see it. So maybe it was like the character and it just made a different sound because it was tied to a different character. But in the end, he decided he didn't deserve to live peacefully. And Ewan goes walking away, leaving Ryzo to think to himself. And Neo pops up and was like, 
Ewan's like, are you following me? Like, no, I was finishing up tidying like you asked me to do. And then I figured I'd listen to what you said to him. And Ewan's like, and? And if he decided to quit, I would have killed him. I was like, yo, Neo is ruthless. Yeah. I don't mind it. Don't mind it. So, with that um, being said, the... Ewan gets summoned by the chapel. They found out about the little rogue mission, which no one died, so can you really call it a rogue mission? Anyways. They found out about it, and they gave him a coin that wasn't bit. And he was like, it's not bit, but can't you see it? Can't you see it in the burns? This this coin was definitely bit. Can't you feel the, the need for revenge? And it was just like, this seems like a setup. So Ewan takes the coin back, and everyone's skeptical about it, but Soji's like, it's a coin. The people are telling us to do it, so we should do it, right? And I'm like, but it's not bit, so like that would be against the rules. And everyone's like... But it's the guys who make the rules that are asking us to break the rules. So shouldn't we just break them? And it's just like, I, I see your point, Soji. But like, I, I don't think you're thinking about this enough. This seems like a setup to me. So the overall decision there was to get Neo to find someone who was willing to bite the coin. But during her little excursion in the Chinese district, she got caught rather easily and became a confrontation with Rizo and the Chinese guy, but backtracking a little bit to uh, explain who does this. After Yuen left Rizo, Rizo went to like a bar and sat by himself, who then a priest joined, and the, the priest was kind of cool. It was kind of like everything, he was almost as if saying like everything is like the cause of everything, like this is that this the, the taking a life could be worth the same as a kid buying bread and like things like that like i wouldn't dwell on it you're a samurai you're supposed to kill and i'm a priest i'm supposed to uh help the people you kill rest or something like that but the, like the the priest guy kind of like gave me weird vibes fast forward to the confrontation between Rizo and the chinese dude No, no, no. Still fast forward, but rewind a little. You see the Chinese dude talking to... I forget his name, but he's talking to one of the guys in our district. Not in Chinese district, our district. And the district guys complaining about our guys at the Revengers. And he barely bit, like, four or five coins. The man bit a whole bunch of coins. Uh, he bit it, but, like, he didn't imprint a market. And then I had the monkey bite one. So I was like... Alright, well, this priest thinks a Bitcoin's a Bitcoin, but it seems sketch. And I think I thought he wanted the all of the Revengers dead. Then fast forward to Rizo and the Chinese dude uh, confrontation, and it seemed like they were about to have like a realization that they weren't that they, they weren't um like the Chinese dude seemed to realize that Rizo isn't after the opium for the reason he thought which would probably have led to Rizal realizing that Chinese dude isn't after the opium for the reason he thought. But then the black and white hair priest dude had a sniper shoot the Chinese man and boom, episode end. And I'm like, whoa. 
priest who killed the wrong dude. Which is the right dude for him, but it's not the dude I thought he was aiming for. Yep. Yeah, so that's that was my recap. Yeah, you kind of did go out of order. Because uh, he he went to the the bar first, and then the coin came up. The coin came out in the bar? No, the coin came up after he went to the bar. Yeah, like jumped, yeah I said, like, still fast forward it. from the bar, but not all the way to where I went. No, I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah, kind of kind of jumped. I was like, Yeah, I went from, like, freaking beginning to end to, like, middle. Back to, like, in the middle and yeah. then jump back again. <laughs> jump, yeah. jump, jump around. Jump around. I was like, what's going on here? It was crazy. So, yeah, not much there. Decent, decent episode. Yeah, so, I, I write notes to try to remember, not to actually read them. Mm. It's Interesting. A, it's a bit of a unorthodox method, but hey. You're an unorthodox person. Fair, fair enough. So, Buddy Daddies, season one, episode three, slice of life here. So, my boy Ray's having a dream about his father, which is. Looks like it's a brutal dream. Um, he, he he seems like a bloody dog that has like a little bullet wound. I'm like, oh man, crazy. So he wakes up and then Mire jumps on Ray's stomach, and uh, <laughs> they're like, oh, the wrecked hit. And uh, Kizuki. He's like, oh, I'm going to go visit the finder to find Mira's mother so she can go back home. So then they make dumplings. Uh, Mary makes mud dumplings, which as a kid, I don't think I ever made mud dumplings. Uh, did you ever do that? No, that was freaking gross and he was going to eat it. I definitely think he was going to eat that. But I would have ate it. I would have just said, like, mm, 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 faked it. Do that away when she won't look it. I wanted to see if she was going to eat it. Because then he would have been screwed. Yeah. Well, kids eat dirt anyway and stuff like that. True. Yeah. So uh, So then some random man asked Mire, is uh, Ray and Kiz, that are they your father? And she's like, oh. Just like no. After Ray uh, Kizuki blew up, um, because Mirai called him Papa. He said, like, "Don't call me Papa in public." I'm like, oh man, identity crisis. So they, you know, all that's done. They get back to the crib, and Mirai, she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go sleep with Ray tonight," and she goes hunts in his bed. He's not there. He's sleeping in the bathtub. And, which I fully understand why he does this because uh, they say when people get to shooting in your house, you're supposed to go in the back, the, the bathtub, and it's supposed to, um, supposed to, I guess, damper bullets. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but Ray says, yeah, I sleep in the bathtub in case of unwanted visitors. Which this could have a double entendre because Mirai went to his room to visit him, but he wasn't there. And I did think it was cute, her little scary stuff, scary stuff, fly away, bedtime rhyme. Because 
because she was all about Ray having nightmares because that's what she thought. Mm-hmm. And she tried, to get, <laughs> tried to get my boy to smile, which he don't. Nothing worth smiling about. So then they drive to see her mother. And Kazuki leaves Mirei in the car with Ray. And he goes scope out the joint. And so he hears her, her mother singing a song. And some old douchey man comes in and tries to dispel him. He's like, oh, we're not open. And he breaks a beer bottle and tries to cut the man. But my man was just going, uh, uh, weave. You know, <laughs> snuck him. And she gets all all bent out of shape. She said, don't do that to my man. I still, still don't remember her mother's name. So, but then we flash to the car and Mira, she's complaining of boredom. And then Ray takes her to the swings. And this is where my flavor came in. Uh, Ray was getting waved at by Mirai, mm-hmm. and he wasn't waving back. And the mother's like, "What kind of father is he?" And then he starts waving reluctantly. So, so then they get back to the bench, and this is where they share a touching moment. And what happens is they start talking about why do you call um, Kizuki Papa, and she gives an explanation uh the person that always comes to make sure you're okay and comes to save you when you're in trouble it's your papa true so yeah, yeah. i'm like yeah i'm like okay he hasn't did that yet so you can't call him papa and then we find out ray's dream uh he had to fight a dog and he was supposed to dispel him like two hours ago but he just fight this dog for like two hours <laughs> until his dad came out and shot it which is wild, and his dad said, "Don't call, don't call me dad. Call me boss." I'm like, "Oh man, yeah. you just to your own child. What kind of man does that? That man, terrible." And then we go back to Kazuki and her mother. Her mother doesn't even want her. She couldn't stand her her laughter because she equated it to her life being over and her laughing had her dreams failed. I'm like, no. That was a real, real life problem there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, lots of people feel like that sometimes, but it's like, if you really felt like that, why you ain't take precautions to stop that? I guess she thought a homie was going to stick around. Mm, Nope. That's her first mistake. So he said, she said she wanted to like stop her from laughing. And then Kizzy flashes back to a car exploding. And that's why his own life that exploded. And then she gave him some harsh words like, oh, how could you possibly know this that, and the other? He's like, oh, I felt all my dreams just go away. And Kizuki, he essentially told her that's not what a parent does. Parents are supposed to do this, take care of the child. And this and other, which he's completely right. That's what you're supposed to do. She's definitely and, not wrong. Yeah. So so then they go then we go back to Mirai and Ray. She had ran off some place and a policeman was trying to take her to the station because she was lost. Um and so then Ray comes like unhand her. And like, are are you her guardian? No. You babysitter? No. <laughs> and then he was like, Oh, I'm her papa. <laughs> And so, she's like, Papa Ray! And then they go home. 
and they eat Hamburg steak, which is actually a cheap dinner. Gotta love so. it. Yeah, not much there. Yeah. Okay, so high card now? Uh, Yeah, we'll get into some low card. Oh, low. Kirby didn't like the episode. It was, it was just Finn wallowing in his own stuff, which as a 17-year-old, you probably don't even know your what your emotions are doing. You don't know what you're doing at all. You're still a little kiddo. Yeah. Being all sad like. But he also thought it was his fault. I mean. Kind of, sort of. Kind of was. <laughs> but no, he didn't make um, Bobby Ball go up there and burn down the place. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby was probably going to show up regardless if he was there or not. Yeah. But high card, episode nine. Damn, it's going to be a short episode. Yeah, real short. Yeah. Herbie, pick another anime. Sheesh. Nah, dog. I like having short. Short and sweet and to the point, baby. <laughs> episode 9. You're well, by your side. What's up? Well, I would say, you know, these episodes really wasn't um, packed with stuff. Like, talking about. Or stuff worth mentioning, per se. So it's not even my fault. These episodes were lacking this week. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But we can always fill it with some Hunter Hunter. <laughs> Hunter Hunter! Uh. But, episode 9, hard co- high card, by your side. Um, We immediately, I, I freaking hate. Hate. Just random jumps in time. Because I was so confused after like three, after three weeks of not watching. I didn't, I didn't know if I had the right episode. Because I knew what happened last episode. I knew the fight between uh, Finn and Marble Guy. And then episode nine comes and it's like terrorist attack and freaking telekinesis girl murked three guys in the car like it was nothing i'm assuming one of them was a prince and then yeah, you learn prince it, um dylon yeah and then you learn it was a prince and five of clubs uh dude is apparently a rock bender mm, um, was he tough he was definitely tough i don't know if he was tough Anyways, um, this whole incident happens where one of the princes died, and the media has like a gag. The king has a gag order on anything card related, so the news is very vague with what happened. And after the king walks out, um, Theodore is approached by the leader of the mafia, who, whose name I forget. Do you know his name? Um, I think it's Bon Bam. Uh, let, me, let me peruse here. Is it Bernard? It might be short for Bernard. I don't know. It's Ban. Ban? Bon? Okay, we'll call him Mafia Boss. And 
Dude's like, why, why'd you, you kill the... My bad, Bon. Um, Theodore is like, why'd you kill the prince? And Von's just like, cards are meant to be played. And that's kind of like where that ends off. Um, our guys at the dealership are planning to, I guess, get three cards at once. A secret yeah. expedition to uh, ma- na- nab three well, cards. Essentially, and- they were like, um, we're going to get the cards that we know are out there and who has them currently. So that's what they were doing. Right, also, right. I, I, I do think what worth uh, is worth mentioning is how um, throughout the history, there's already been a struggle for the cards. And so I kind of likened it to Assassin's Creed where there's assassins and Templars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, that's it's always like that little binary forces, uh, good and evil. So, right. That's that's what I was thinking. So, our uh, Mister Old Dude, I, I think his name was. I Theodore's the um, I know I, I forget the the old dude's name, but yeah, I know I Theodore's know the, the main old, guy. Yeah, no, I don't even know the old dude's name, but he gives everyone their assignments, including Leo, and tells Chris to take Finn, and Chris is like, "Is Finn even?" gonna go and it's like ah Finn's not responding you should look after him you guys are partners and Chris is like he's pretending he doesn't care he's like I didn't sign up to be a babysitter I'm just his mentor but he ends up showing up anyway and tries to cheer Finn up telling him it's not your fault there's nothing you could have done blah 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 and then he uh goes on his way now the two people who we had no introduction to no reason to care about these guys, but they're upset. It was the two guys that Finn ran into during the terrorist attack. They're sitting in a bar and just like, ah, they're only treating us like this because we're not higher up in the family. And then someone like tells, gives them the note, um, basically saying where Finn and Chris are going to be, which I don't know who gave them the note. I have suspected it was the old dude whose name I didn't remember. I was like, who else knows about the operation? But whatever. I don't even know why these guys are important. They have to listen to them complain. But Finn ends up catching the train before Chris gets on. And he's like, are you all right? It's like, yeah, let's go. We've got, we got work to do. So they're um, they're hanging out. Um, train obviously gets raided by the two when they're about to get off. Not, you don't, you're not going to talk about their touching moment they had? No, no, they didn't want to talk about it, so we're not going to talk about it. No, <laughs> they did. No, I'm talking about early how he got Finn to go to the the station. Yeah, he, he said I went to make him. He went to make him feel better. I said that. Yeah, but you you know got to elaborate a little bit. Dog, I don't elaborate. I don't have good notes. You need to interject, Irby. It's been too long. Well, I'll interject now. So essentially, he comes up. I'm telling Finn, it's not his fault. Um, and sometimes, you know, stuff happens. And he tells him, tells him the story how old man called him a pair. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. And Finn's like, no, nah, I'm just going to be alone because I'm a loner boy. And he's like, oh, well, you know, you're never truly alone, whether you're with a lover or a friend or, 
even a colleague. So that's what happens. And he was like, oh, make sure you get plenty of calories. And he leaves this little snicker bar outside and Finn eats it on the way to the train station. Yes. Which is a nice touch. And they also had a touching moment on the train. Yeah. Let's touch but that was yet to happen. Yes. Where, like, they're talking about it and, like, oh, like, even though we're definitely not partners, you helping me, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, we're partners? It's like, oh, shut up. And then they arrive at their destination to when they get introduced, uh, stopped by, we'll, we'll, we'll say Villain 1 and Villain Rock. Well, the names are, um, what is it? I, I think it's, what, Alex is one. Which um, one's Alex? The guy talking to him at first. And and I think, no, I think Alex is a rock man and Jasper is the guy talking to him. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I got that backwards. Alex is the other guy. The rock man and Jasper is the guy talking to him. Because he's like, you can't use Alex's name. You're not on that level yet. Can't so. use Alex's name. Not so, yeah. the level. It doesn't really matter anyway. They're ancillary characters. And so, continue. Continue. Yes. But, they stop him and it's like, Hey, I knew... Someone, uh, someone must be on our side. We must be way above you guys to have that kind of information. Now, hand over the cards or my buddy's going to derail the train. And you're like, go ahead and do it. It's like, you don't care about these people? And Chris is like, Finn can't believe what Chris is saying. But Chris is like, he's kind of like, he's, he's not really, he's kind of taunting him, but not really. And the dude is just spilling unnecessary information. Yeah. So eventually he's just like, I'm going to do it. And he's just like, but how are you going to get off? And he's like, shit, shit. And then Finn is like, he really didn't think of it. So like he kind of had a moment, but then he doubled down. It's like, ah, screw it. I'll think of that. Worry about that later. You're really going to let these people die. It's like, ah, in the grand scheme of things, I will survive and I'll get two extra cards. So what about your partner? Uh, this card's more important than him. And it becomes a fight yeah. where... He, he, he essentially said, um, he's like, because the guy was trying to make a point, like, oh, you're just going to let people die. He's like, essentially, like you said, I don't know these people anyway. Mm-hmm. So I was like, huh, interesting. Which I think Chris was just being Mr. Cool. Mr. Coolio. The cooler than a cucumber in the middle of winter. In the middle of the winter, cooler than a cucumber. No, I'm saying, Kang. No, I already said it. Move on. Continue. Move along, move along like I know you do. So, they start fighting. The, um, the roof of the train comes off, and they see Homie, and like Finn tried to help, but end up getting shoved into the water uh, by Chris to help save him. It's like, save yourself. Yeah, and Boulder dude 
broke the railroad and metal guy was like crap crap and end up saving the train um and they continued their fight and Finn is in the water washed up on shore while some lady watches him hey that's the lady that he's supposed to take the card from right and yeah, that's pretty much it that is pretty much it. But uh, Metal Dude has a two of spades, dog. And like a two of spades seems a lot stronger than the freaking revolver. If. I mean, no, the two of clubs. He has the two of clubs. I was saying, yeah, I was saying. I think. I was like, it ain't Finn the two of spades. Yeah, Finn's the two of spades. And I was just like, there has to be more to Finn's card. Uh, like, I feel like. I just feel like there has to be. I say, because that man, he was metal bending. Making swords, like crazy. Isn't I'm it like, kind of crazy that the Earth Bender and the Metal Bender were together? Yeah, it's essentially the one and the same. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was. I just was like, man, that's kind of weird. The low card to be that strong, which that really is a strong ability, unless you're in a place where there's no metal, which rarely happens. Right. I wonder if you could pull the iron out of people's blood. Uh, if you're good enough and the anime is dark enough, I guess you can. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of another anime that I was watching. It's pretty dark. <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty bad. I was like, oh, man. But, yeah. Any more on that? I got nothing. Do you? Nope. Got nothing. All right, fellas. That's going to do for this episode. Oh. I, I thought you meant on, oh. on the high card. Nah, nah, go for it, dog. Yeah, I was I was gonna say, um, yeah, we chit chat about Hunter Hunter. Let's talk oh, about Hunter the, Hunter. But the um, the the one I was talk talking about, uh, Higurashi when they cry. Mm-hmm. I I still don't know the plot of the story, but it was it was just crazy because the first thirty seconds someone's getting their brain beat in. I'm like like man. What? What's going on with this? And then they flash back to like kids doing stuff. I was like, oh, okay. I guess we'll we'll get the answer. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's 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 definitely a dark anime. Um, Higarashi. Yeah, it's you. You might um, you might be in the mood for watching some. I think it's like a psychological one too. But yeah, it's 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 different and it's weird. And I still don't know who to, I, for a while I didn't know who the protagonist was. But then I'm like, oh, okay. Now it kind of makes sense what happens. But yeah. And Hunter Hunter is a good one. Hunt, yes, Hunter Hunter is a great one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just, I can't get over uh, the ants, <laughs> the queen ant. She's she's wild. Uh, the whole the whole thing's wild. I definitely thought they was going to defeat those dudes, going to Kilua, and go back to uh, rescue Kite, but they weren't strong enough. And then home homeboy the Pompadour, he made me mad at the one scene where he just let the the APR just stop. I'm like, really? You did all that? Did all that just to let the man off the hook? 
and I'm sad old old blind girl died. I remember sad. It's like, oh man. And she was just getting she just awakening her uh, abilities. She had to perish. But she died happy though. I must say that. And Gone was flying off the rails too. Yo, my man was entering a villain arc. He was. I'm like, I'm like, bro. He's like, I don't care about her. I'm like, oh man. What are you doing, Gone? Akira's on one head since. Flipping Gone, boy. Chill, my man. Her Kilua, and are you are are you like done with the anime? I'm close. Okay, all right. So I can't go into too much detail, bro. Like, nah, not gone. Like, mm, the, the... he just got healed up, and he's about to meet um his dad. His sister's... No, he's about to meet Kiwa's uh, brother, little brother, sister, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's one jacked up family too, boy. But yeah, it's it's been a good ride so far. And Neferpito, he's wild. Everything's wild. I can't get over how um, Poof was just trying to... Um, <laughs> Kill old girl for it. The king got there. I'm sad when old man died too. That hurt me. I was like, oh, man, yeah, but that was a great fight. I like the strongest man. He he's supposed to live, but he just died. And then he's like, oh, well, it's been checkmate. I'll tell you your name, and then I'm gonna blow you and me up. Which was crazy. It's like that fight put in perspective, like. A, a lot a lot of this arc was just like who's the villain right now it was because um i feel like if they if they if the ant people hadn't ate all those evil people then they probably would have been better off quicker like if they had ate a whole bunch of people like cult and stuff early they probably would have learned what they was doing was wrong and protecting people and but yeah they got they they messed around with the evil people, was eating them up, mm-hmm. which tainted their identities. But yeah, a lot of them redeemed themselves, had like redeeming qualities eventually. But yeah, I was like, man, that cult. Cult was like, yeah, he he was a good. One. I knew he was different from the get go, just looking at him. So I was like, oh, he's behaving a little differently. The rest of them just they just want to kill and, and eat folks. And torment people. I'm like, oh, okay. Some of y'all can go, and then you you could tell some of them had, um, they would have more scholar scholarly qualities, or they thought differently than the other ones. Mm-hmm. So I was like, huh, eh, is good ants or bad ants? Yeah, I think the, the it was the blind girl to change the uh, king. Yeah. So, yeah, I was I wish she would have lived on though. But she didn't. She was definitely a good character. She was. I'll miss her. Maybe she'll be reincarnated in the world one day. But yeah. We'll we'll continue some more on that. Another day when I finish it up. But yeah. Not too much long to go on season six. Yeah. But anything, anything else you want to talk about, Herb? 
No, that's about it. Don't have much here. Yeah, I ain't got like four episodes left. Okay. All right, then. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that again. And yeah. if that's all, then we shall see you guys next week. Thanks for coming and hope you enjoyed. Like, comment, subscribe, share us, and we'll peace. Peace.